What's up, guys? This is Chris Ward Jr., the Breakthrough Mentor. I'm so excited that you found this podcast. It wasn't by coincidence. You were meant to be here. Maybe you're feeling stuck in your career, your mindset, or even your relationships. It's my job to bring you into a season of breakthrough so that you feel inspired, that you have intrinsic motivation, and that you feel fulfilled because it's all about pursuing your life dream and making it happen. So for all the new listeners that are here, thank you so much. And for all the loyal listeners, you already know what time it is. Time for the breakthrough. I am really excited for this episode because the special person that I have across from me is one of a kind, one in a million. She is an amazing, amazing, amazing person. She is the owner of her own salon. She is beautiful from head to toe. She is beautiful from inside out. She is the love of my life. It is my wife, Grace Ward, and I am super excited that we get to talk about relationships on our anniversary. So as you hear the episode today, you're here, we're going to talk about just all different types of things. We're going to try to be as raw as we can and just give some, some tips and tips and, and suggestions that will help you get into a breakthrough season for your relationship. So, Hey, you know, wherever you are right now, stay tuned, make sure you have, make sure you have something to write, write on or put in your phone, whatever it may be, I want you to be able to take some of these suggestions and tips and hopefully implement it into your relationship so that you can find the breakthrough that you're looking for. Let's get right to it. What's up, boo? What's up, baby? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. You know what today is, right? Of course. What's today? It's our anniversary. Let's go. Damn. Mm. It's our anniversary. anniversary. Woo. Anniversary. It's our anniversary. Right, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got we to stop it real quick. We got to stop it. Listen, this is such a special day. Um, seven years. Seven years we've been married. Seven years been married. Ten years together. Mm-hmm. And I am excited that we can have another day. We got our, I don't even know how to pronounce this. How do you pronounce this? I have no idea. Chardonnay, Bonouche, Chateau. Chateau. Oh, yeah. I don't, it's I don't, not Chardonnay, Chateau. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> but um, super excited to celebrate this day with you, um, this anniversary day, because of the vows we made mm-hmm. seven years ago and still going strong. So cheers to you, my love. I appreciate you. Cheers to you. I appreciate you, too. I'm happy that you are here on the Breakthrough Mentor Podcast. And for all of the listeners, uh, loyal listeners and the uh, new listeners, I know we used to be called the Word on the Go podcast. Uh, but we, I would say both my wife and I have went through a amazing, amazing breakthrough in the last year or two. Yes, we have. Right. Relationship wise, uh, spiritually, mm-hmm. career wise. And it wasn't always. I mean, there's birth pains course we'll talk about that too <laughs> you you got to go through that to experience breakthrough definitely. am i right you definitely right <laughs> Yo, shout out to my wife talking Damn. about dropping bars right now <laughs> she's dropping bars i love that Had to. it's a breakthrough mentor podcast <laughs> it's uh, only right it's only right <laughs> so today you know we're doing something special because we wanted to share our anniversary w- with all of you mm-hmm. 
and we, we know this is a special day for us, but you know, we're in community together and we, from time to time, we hear a lot of people that talk about some of the issues they go through in their relationships mm -hmm. and some of the hard times they've been through. And they always reach out to us and ask us questions about our relationship and maybe they can find some insight that will help them with their own. Yeah. Right. And what, what are some of the questions that we usually get, babe, when it comes to, you know, relationships? Mm, that's a lot. Um, I want to say one of the most important ones is when do you, when do you know he's the one? When do you know he's the one? Or when she's the one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could definitely talk about that for sure. Yeah. I mean, well, <clears throat> let's get right into it. You know, how do you, how did you know I was the one? Oof, man. Well, based on our circumstance and my circumstance at that time, about almost 11 years ago, um, like 10 and a half years ago, I already had a two-year-old son going on three-year-old, and he was one of the most important things in my life. So I did not have time to play around. And... um but I knew you were the one because of how you made him feel. Mm. And because he was, you guys were very connected, mm -hmm. more connected than I've ever seen my son be connected to anybody else. Mm -hmm. And so that was magical for me. Of course, anybody out there listening that's a single mom and sees that their kid has a connection with a man, it's, it's um, both tough and... Um, amazing at the same time because you know you want it to work out with that man and it just treated me treated 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 me with respect and with you know dignity <laughs> mm -hmm. and um you respected the fact that I had a son and never in any way did you ever get in that way so and there's so many things you know just um I knew that in my heart that you were the one mm -hmm. Um, and I've never, ever felt that way before. Mm -hmm. It was such a clearance for me mm -hmm. that it was like the aha moment. Mm -hmm. And I, there's nothing that can even compare to that unless you really feel it. There's no questions about it. And there's no doubting it. Mm -hmm. You just know. Yeah. You know when you know. You know, well, thank you for sharing that, Boo, because, you know, I see Richie. Um, not as my stepson, I see him as my son, mm -hmm. and it's always been that way since he was, since we got married, uh, and even before, you know. And I think for a lot of you out there that are afraid to date women who have children, you first have to check yourself before you get into any relationship, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you're not just dating the female or the lady that you're talking to. Yeah, you're dating also. It's a package. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's no um, separation from that. And you got to check your heart. Mm -hmm. And during that time that you and I were dating, uh, I mean, I remember Richie running up to me the first time I met him. Yeah. And gave me like the biggest hug in I the mean, world. I mean, my heart dropped when I saw that. But I couldn't show you that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew. No. <laughs> just, yeah, it was, it was amazing to see him just run up to me and just embrace me. And what I started to see was parts of who my, my childhood, my mm -hmm. mom was a single mom. And I watched the struggle that she went through. Yeah. And part of that struggle was who do who do I bring my children around if I'm trying to get back into the dating world? Now that's very difficult for for single women who have children because one, they're not just thinking about themselves. 
and two, it's very difficult to understand people's intentions sometimes. So that that could be difficult when you're yeah. trying to Absolutely. get back into the dating world. Mm-hmm. Did you experience anything like that? Oh yeah, for sure. Before you, yeah, yeah, I did. There were some guys that would just befriend my son um, just to get to me, and you know, like women aren't stupid. Mm-hmm. We we have ins- instinct or what do you call it? intuition, mm-hmm. and um, you feel that you feel the genuinity of the guy or of the person, and um, it just wasn't vibing, and I wasn't feeling that, so. Yeah. Yeah. So what what are some of the, I guess, tips for people that have breakthrough that are struggling with this right now? What are some of the things that they can do to prepare themselves to have the right woman come into their life or the right man come into their life? Because there are single dads out there, too, mm-hmm. that are finding it difficult right. to find someone that um, can come into the household mm-hmm. as well and, and support. And then when I mean by support, I mean by lead in their in their own way. Not support just one person, but lead in their way so that it supports the overall vision of the family. Mm-hmm. The very important thing for me as a woman, if I no, let me say this one more time. If in the position that I was in before, it's very important for women to first build a strong relationship with their child. Mm-hmm that no matter what, they have a strong foundation, you know, because any person uh, can come into their lives, mess it up, or bring it back up, you know, it, make it good and amazing. Um, but having that strong relationship with your child is very, very important first. I don't think having a relationship with another man or another woman can fix anything in 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 your in your relationship because anything that you do already with your child is it should already be solidified yeah um and if a man or a woman was to come into your lives it would just be a bonus Mm. pretty much that's how i look at it yeah i i agree to that i agree with that because Mm -hmm. i know for my mom as a single mother she was, you know, you knew how my mom was. She was all mm-hmm. about preparation. She took care of herself. She she could tell you she doesn't necessarily need someone to take care of her yeah. um, or to be with her. But she, I knew she would like for someone that she can say I, I share her life with. Right. Because what's the point of having all the success in life if you can't share it with someone? Mm-hmm. Right. And for the men out there, if you're a single dad, single parent dad, and you're looking and you're finding it harder and harder to, to find uh, someone that you think could come into your family and have a strong relationship with your children and mm-hmm. things like that. You first got to work on yourself, right. right? You said having a strong relationship with your children is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, understanding your own self-care and your self-worth and self-value. Right. Because if mm-hmm. you see your self-value and your self-worth in other people, especially someone you're trying to date, you're gonna. You, you may be blinded by some of the red flags that are there because you are desiring to feel whole, mm-hmm. right? You're desiring to feel loved and appreciated and cared for, but you have to care for yourself first. You have to have that self-love and self-care. So, you know, I'm a firm believer in 
and um, having great self-awareness, mm-hmm. you know, self-awareness of who you are, how your emotions work, what triggers those things. And I believe when you bring that to the table, there is a certain, not a standard or expectation, but you can have real conversations now with the people that you're dating or the right. person you're dating. Yeah. Because now they see, wow, they're, they have it together with their children. Mm-hmm. They have it together where they're going. They may not do it as smoothly as others because, you know, with single parents, you're always on the fly. There's always things you're just learning as you go. Right. Right. Because you don't necessarily have that support. And there should also be the non-negotiables. Okay. And you you should never lower your standards. Right. What's a non-negotiable? I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> What's a non-negotiable? What, my non-negotiable? Was there a non-negotiable? Just... Yeah, before we started dating, was there a non-negotiable that that you you needed to see in me to make sure that it, the, the relationship was going to keep going? For me, for sure, was the relationship with my son. Okay. It needed to feel, for me, authentic. Mm-hmm. Not just something that you just conjured up because you wanted to be with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, because I could feel that. For sure. And like I, like I said earlier, intuition. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that was my non-negotiable. Okay. You know, um, the genuinity of, and, and your heart to really get to know my, my son. Yeah. Uh, was very important. And there was nothing that will ever get in the way of that sure well that's that's huge i I would also say you know and if any of you are out there and you're listening if you've ever experienced that before you're going through some of that hardship let let us know hit hit us up on twitter Mm -hmm. at uh chris ward jr or actually on instagram that's probably the best way to reach us chris ward jr and beauty by mary g uh hit us up we'd love to hear your story as well but i do understand that having that relationship with the child is a non-negotiable, right? But I I also... For me. For that you. Was my non- that was your non-negotiable. Yeah. There, I mean, it could be different for other women or yeah. other men, you know? Yeah. But as long as you have a um, something that you know that you're not going to negotiate with or... Um, give into. Give into. You're lowering your standards and what have you. Um, that's half the job. Yeah. Because you know that, okay, this person is like this and I can't have that. For sure. Now, if they break the barriers and somehow they make up in other ways, shape or form, that's another story right there. Okay. You know what I mean? But it has to oversee or supersede that, um, that it actually would make sense to break the barrier, if that makes any sense. Of course. I, listen, I knew, just from my own personal experience growing up, I knew that if I was going to date you, I needed to know that I would be willing to not only take care of someone that was not mine by blood, but also be willing to have the conversation that comes with that, which is he has a father. Yeah. Right. How, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Let me ask you a question. Oh, here we go. Here <laughs> we go. When she started getting into her question bag. Oh, Since we on the topic. Yeah, what's up? How did you feel mm-hmm. um, knowing that I had a son that you knew that you would have to deal with the, the baby daddy? Uh, I didn't see it as dealing. I was so sure of who I was. Mm-hmm. I was so sure of what I was capable of doing. 
and I put myself in our son's shoes. I put him in our, I put myself in, in his shoes because I said when I was his age, and you know I had I had um, my parents weren't divorced just yet, but by the time I hit the fourth grade, and we moved away because of all the craziness, it uh, it built something in me to say I would never want any other kid to feel the way that I felt growing up. Um, that was important to me. Yeah. So when I watch how much love this kid had. Feeling that you didn't have a dad. Is that what it is? Not the feeling that I didn't have a dad, but I know the responsibility that comes from not having your father around. Uh-huh. You're just meant to grow up a lot faster than you probably should. Okay. Yeah. And you, you could miss out on some of the things in, in your childhood that your father is supposed to be there to, to help you do. And I, that's just from my own personal experience. There are a lot of fathers out there that are not with their 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 baby's mother, you know, um, baby's mother, and they are one hundred percent in their life. Mm-hmm. And I, and, I, and I give a round of applause to them because I know a lot of those guys who are doing it. Right? I know a lot of those guys that are definitely uh, putting the work in. But as for myself, I just wanted to one respect the process. Whenever our son's dad came around, that's his dad. Mm-hmm. I never try to be, you know, stick my chest out like I'm here now. This is my family. No, nah, it was just like. Yo, and you yeah. guys had a great relationship. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I pray for him every day. Yeah. I pray for him every day because look, now you got two strong fathers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He has two strong fathers that could teach him things and guide him and and, and that's one of the coolest things I saw him say. He was like, yeah, I got I got two dads, mm-hmm. right? And that was cool. I forgot. I think he was like six years old. He's like, yeah, I got two dads, yeah. man. And I no, never... No, I think even younger. Might, might have been younger than that, yeah. right? Always Because he was three when we officially started dating. Yeah. And he was calling you dad by four. Yeah. Or Papa Chris. Or Daddy Chris. No, no, no. He was Papa Chris at first. Yeah. And then he started calling you Daddy Chris. And then the <laughs> other... Our other nephews picked up on that. Yeah. And they started calling you Daddy Chris. Yeah. Until this day, they call you Daddy Chris. Yeah, they're teenagers and they're calling me Daddy Chris. <laughs> you know, those are my boys, though. And uh, I'll, I'll always give my 100% to them. And that's what that, that was my focus. Mm-hmm. My focus wasn't that it was a negative. My focus, it was an opportunity. Because guess what? If I can help in building that relationship to, to, these, to these two people that I care about, you know, and it makes it makes the relationship stronger. And to this day, every time I see him, I show him love. And to this day, when he's around, he's dad. I step back. Yeah, that's always my that's always been my thing. And uh, so I, I'm thankful to even be in a position where I can care for someone like that because someone did that later on in my life when my mom met someone um, later on in my life. You know, he came through and played that role where my dad wasn't there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, that that was important to me. So that's, that's one of the reasons why I, f- I realized that even in our life today, we have great breakthrough in our relationship because it started from the foundation. Mm-hmm. And so that would be the second tip I would give someone that even if you have the first tip is the non-negotiables, mm-hmm. but the second one is preparation, right. you know, into your foundation. Whatever you put your relationship on, that's how it's going to grow. Yeah. So as, it, as, it, as the term says, if you put it on sandy ground, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going it's not yeah. going to do too well right right and so. it's true what they say that you know you you teach people how to treat you for sure 
Yeah, and it's how it's however way you act towards them, it's showing them how to treat you, you know, and how does that look like? For sure. I mean, and that goes into the third tip I would give. So the first tip is being having non-negotiables. The second tip is building a firm foundation, right? Firm foundation. But, the, but you can't build a firm foundation and you can't have non-negotiables if you're not investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. That has to be actually, if I would do anything, I would flip the tips and I would make that number one. I would make investing in yourself number one. Because once you invest in yourself and you're developing your skills, and what I mean by skills, your emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. you're developing your communication skills, you're developing how you approach uh, conflict resolution, things like that. Those skills is what you're going to need in a relationship, regardless of where you are in your life, child or no child. So having those, having you, having you, you focus on investing in yourself and your children, that is going to prepare you for setting your non-negotiable. Because now your non-negotiable has a, has a connection to what you've discovered about yourself and where you want to go. Right. Yeah. Right. And then the foundations being built mm-hmm. because now you have the soil to actually put it in the ground or you have the maybe not cement, but the soil to put it in the ground so you can see something grow. Mm-hmm. And those would be the three tips I would give someone um, based on what we just talked about to break through into a season of amazing relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. And you didn't. The bonus tip I would give is show up. Yeah. Find out how you show up in relationships. And what we mean by that is... Oh, yeah. When you told me to show up, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was like a completely different meaning for me. Yeah. Well, I don't think I actually... I didn't know what you meant by showing up. Yeah. Because for me, being there for you was showing up. Mm-hmm. So I think it really depended on... Um, what you meant on your end by mm-hmm. showing up because mm-hmm. showing up to me is different from what showing up to you looks like for sure yeah so that's another thing you know communication because that that is um that's a very very important in a relationship yeah you know sometimes like what we talked about before over communicating mm-hmm. you know um i don't i don't know if you can ever over communicate with someone especially nowadays yeah yeah, it's hard as a, yeah, I don't think that's even a, t- <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I would say more into understanding your interpersonal communication, mm-hmm. le- learning how your body language and everything else connects. The love language yeah. and everything. Super important because you were, you're right. Like when I was asking you to show up, I realized I wasn't communicating. That. I didn't know what that meant. I, In I, my I, head, I'm like, <laughs> I am, I am showing up. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> and, and, and you know, a lot of things that happened, it was, it was a lot, a lot of crying. Because <laughs> a ton of crying because we we didn't we we were not communicating effectively the things that we needed for support right and that's the birth pains for sure that you know um, to experience a breakthrough in uh, your relationships and friction is good mm-hmm. in growth with the relationship if there's no friction it's boring yeah there's really nothing that could come of a relationship if you two are just you guys aren't really um, building each other up or, you know, um, none of that. So I think having that communication line of communication open and actually talking to that person about what is bothering you and what is showing up to you. 
for sure. And I think that's one of the questions that I should have asked you before. What does showing up to you look like? Yeah. And which before I'm like, what the heck? In my, it was just <laughs> in my head. And I just got pissed because I really thought I was showing up. Yeah, I, I saw you getting pissed. And I'm looking at her like, hold up, I'm in pain. Why are you getting pissed at me, <laughs> yo? I'm trying to tell you I need you to show up. And um, yeah. That's the, what loss in translation looks like. For real. Yes. Not just, not just because we're from two different nationalities and backgrounds mm-hmm. and things like that. It could be the same nationality and you could still be lost in translation. <laughs> For real. It could be two different cultures in the same, in the same household, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, you know what? Let's take a break. We're going to talk a little bit more about culture and coming from two different nationalities, all right? Oh, okay. Listen, to all the ladies out there, I know you want to get your hair done. You want it to get done right. You want it to make sure you look beautiful, sexy, attractive you want to make sure when you go home to your man or the man that you're looking for that he knows that you are a confident special woman well if you need to get that done and you want to get that done you definitely have to go over to with style and grace which is over in Raritan, new jersey at 32 west somerset street when you go there tell them chris sent you ask for grace melina olivia ask for the girls and they're going to take good care of you they're going to make sure that you feel sexy and you feel attractive and you feel all the things that you feel inside, they're going to make sure it comes all out into your hair and your makeup. Again, that's with Style and Grace at 32 West Somerset Street in Raritan, New Jersey. And you can call them at 908-393-1673. So we are, we are back. That was a good break. Welcome um, back. Welcome back, everybody. And we ended on culture, nationality. So what are you, babe? I'm Filipina. Right, born Filipina. and raised. That's good. No, I'm just kidding. Only <laughs> until when I was eight years old. So you, you <laughs> Philippines. Were, so you were born in the Philippines. I though. was born in the Philippines. Came to the U.S. at when I was eight. Mm-hmm. And um, so your fam, like your fam, like how big is your family? I'm one out of six. Whoa, which one? Where are you in the six? Are you the first, last? Oh, you don't know? No, nah, you no, got to tell kidding. the audience. I'm doing this for the audience. <laughs> they know. I better know. I am the fifth <laughs> child Uh-oh. out of the six. Y'all know what that means, right? She's so spoiled. I was the forgotten one. <laughs> <laughs> the forgotten one. After five kids, you're just like, oh, yeah, that's the fifth child. Where is she? <laughs> And, you know, how did you how did you grow up? I mean, and the reason why we're asking these questions is because one of the questions that we receive was you guys are in an interracial relationship. You know, how did you the cultures, how did they embrace you? How did they embrace her? You know, what are the differences? What were some of the hardships? Because some of the people are in interracial relationships and they're having a hard time um, with with that. So that's one of the reasons that we're going into this now. Mm hmm. So for you, you know, you grew up, you're the fifth child. Uh, what was what was life like for you and what was life like? Um, and when I mean life, how did you embrace people when it came to your family? I learned a lot of lessons with um, my mom. She was very welcoming with everyone. Um, she had a really, yeah, welcoming disposition about her. And so from that, it was, you know, that was my model and that was the example that was that I saw growing up. Um, And it was never really a problem whether you were white, whether you were black, Chinese, Filipino, all that stuff. She welcomed them. Yeah. And so and I really saw that as a child growing up. So 
um, that was really big for me. And I wanted to emulate that because of what my mom had exemplified. Uh, and I, I'm, a, I'm benefiting from that. For sure, your mm. mom. Oh, my mom me. loves you. Yeah, she's she's, kidding. she's my she's like she loves you more than me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it might be true. It might be true. Uh, shout out to mom. I got nothing but love for mom. How did that play? How did that factor into you, into our relationship? Because, again, a different culture. I have a different culture. How did that factor into what you saw and what your perspective was when it came to our relationship? How did what factor in? Your just how you grew up and and what you experienced as a Filipina and this type of culture. Well, my mom loved you. Yeah. From the very beginning. Yeah. So it was really it was really simple in that aspect. My dad, however, yeah. In the beginning, he was more of a you know, my dad is how do I call it? Um, a doing what dads do when men come around with their daughters, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was very protective, yeah. and um, he showed it in a way that you know to scare you off, mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he would say anything and everything to like scare you off. Yeah, and he did that with all of my suitors, mm-hmm. and um, it didn't work with you though. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah. You already know. Seven years later. Ten years yeah. later. Yeah. And when my mom found out that he did that to you, my mom was like running after you. I'm like, oh no, don't yeah. listen to him. <laughs> yeah, I remember that day. Yeah, I walked right out. Uh shout out to Mr. Tatuan, man. He's a he's a strong man and a strong warrior. And uh mm-hmm. I know he's going through some uh through the cancer thing right now and and the uh dialysis. And um I learned a lot from him. But on that day, um, I wasn't scared. I just, I guess, with my background, family being in the military, if you're not gonna be drill sergeant like, like if 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 it don't come off the way that my parents grew, I grew up with my parents and my family. Uh, there's nothing that that could have rocked me, but I did know to to walk away because I felt my energy going up, and yes. I didn't want to say something that yeah. I would regret. So I I walked away, but I still respected what he was doing. He wanted to protect his daughter. Mm-hmm. from anybody that from someone he didn't know right so that was the culture for me uh when i started dating you yeah. at least um and it has always been it has always been like that yeah you know my mom very welcoming and my dad is more of the person that scared people off which i guess balanced it out for sure <laughs> for sure yeah and um what about you What's what was your culture like? Well, you, well, most people who know me know that uh, I grew up in a single parent household, but we didn't use that as an excuse. If you ever met my mom or my family, everybody's a go getter. Yeah, a- everybody. Uh, I, I don't know if that's the the Brooklyn Brooklyn born raised type thing that came into our culture of our family, or if mm-hmm. it's the hardworking Southern North Carolina roots that we have i don't know exactly what it is but there's something about our family that we don't care about excuses and it's such an opposite of my family because we (laughs) are so laid back which is crazy that i met you yeah yeah but but i've always respected that about you and i've always wanted that for me i just didn't know how to get there (laughs) well well, you know god knew though god definitely knew that that's the interesting part is we are all go-getters in our family we love to have fun 
But we realize that the people around us that when, when growing up, the people around us, those who just chilled around. Yeah, my family only liked to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> we realize the people who only chilled around or who only had fun, they ended up in places that we didn't want to be. Mm. They ended up in jobs we didn't want to have. Right. They ended up in places with people that we didn't want to be with mm-hmm. in relationship wise. Right. Yeah. So for us, it was not only just working hard, but it was building relationships with people that you care about, making sure that your circle is not only strong, but making sure that your circle is welcoming. So my mom was a key essential player in that. She always made sure that anyone that came to the household felt felt welcome. Yeah. Right? She always made sure. Absolutely. I can attest to that. Oh, yeah. That was... She's amazing. Yeah. When she saw you, she said, oh, my goodness, she is gorgeous. And she made sure you heard how she felt about you the first day she met you. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I learned is that when you when you think something, think of something, a thought that you have about someone, let them know. You never know when you may see them or mm-hmm. not see them again. Yeah. So that's how we grew up. We grew up very bold and brave. Uh, we had to because my mom was a single mom. A lot of us been through some hardships. But we didn't use that as an excuse to not be successful. And during that time that we were dating, as you know, my mom got sick. So a lot of the things that she had taught me during those years before I met you were now being used. Mm-hmm. And so I, the, the, the thing that kind of was kind of crazy was I felt myself when speaking not to your main part of your family, but the extended family that you had, yeah. I felt myself having to defend my, my race and my culture. Yeah. Uh, because I believe there was a perception about what black little black men and black boys act like. Um, and I had to, I had to not say defend myself because I don't think I was defending myself, but I was clarifying. Mm-hmm. I was making sure that people were woke. Like, nah, what you see on TV and what you think you know is not what the it's black community. It. It's not what the black community Definitely is not. about. We are more similar than different. Right. Right. We are. We love to have a good time. Family is everything. And breaking that barrier too, um, especially with extended family. How how do you do that? There are some people that just completely shut it down. For sure. And you know, very disrespectful about it. And yeah. then so there goes the stereotypical black guy yeah. or whatever, yeah. or, or Filipino or yeah. whatever your race is. It's like, oh, there it goes. There it goes, right? Yeah. The stereotypical yeah. thing that comes out from whatever your race is. So you know what? I, let's get some tips because I think if you've ever experienced that before, you know, trying to date outside of your race and you felt that, that, conflict or you felt that tension mm-hmm. uh, we want to give you some tips we want to give you some tips on how you can approach it and we also want to know what they struggle with because yeah, it's, it's different with everyone yeah and this is based on our soul experience yeah. yeah and it's different because my filipino family is not the traditional filipino families oh. there are other filipino families that are definitely like um no you're not dating a black guy you're mm. not dating this guy you mm. know uh, or not even the race. It can be what they're doing, what what's their career. Mm. You know, it has to be, you have to be either a nurse or a mailman. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> you up. got good benefits. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Coy. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you know, or yeah. in the medical field somehow, or a yeah. lawyer. Or a lawyer, yeah. That was always a, t- a stereotypical thing. Yeah. 
medical or lawyer. Yeah, well, if you are experiencing things like this, yeah, we would love to hear mm-hmm. hear from you again. Give Absolutely. us a give us a shout out on um on so Instagram. So we can get cultured. Get together. cultured, yeah. And we would love for you. And what you can do is, if you're listening to this this episode, you can even send in a voice message. We would love to play it on air next time or for our next. Oh yeah, that would be, be dope for sure. For sure, you can just check it out at the Anchor app. Um, but yeah, I, I think that was part of the tension I was feeling. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy it happened. Because uh, when I talked about tips, about finding breakthrough in an interracial relationship, you need to have conflict to bring both cultures together and a new culture has to be developed. Right. And who did you go to when you need to, uh, when you needed tips about my culture or, you know, did you educate yourself on it or did you go to someone Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I can't tell you all my secrets because, you know, I got some sources out there. Come on, we we out here giving tips. I got some sources out there. We out here giving tips. But I will tell you (laughs) is I already had a a Filipino community that I had already been talking to and was engaging in before we met. Mm -hmm. So I had friends who were Filipino. Um, I had friends who, cousins who had dated Filipinas and things like that. And I went to my family. You know, I went to the places where I knew Filipinos hung out and what i learned is we are so similar than we are different Mm -hmm. and it's the ones who are closed-minded who speak that way Mm -hmm. speak in a way that doesn't want you give you a chance to show who you really are right those closed-minded people who may have experienced something in their past or maybe seen something on tv or movies that has shaped their thinking so closed-minded no you have to be open-minded because every person is different if i judge every um, white person based on the previous experiences that I had with white people then I probably wouldn't like white people but my mom didn't teach me that way she would always say this thing and it still rings in my head see color but don't see color and what she meant by that was see see color that there are some things that come with who they are she got bars she always got bars my mom used to drop drop the mic all the time and walk away you know? <laughs> dropping <But> knowledge <laughs> She would always say, see their color because there are some experiences that they have gone through. The world has been shaped in a specific way that speaks to their message or or speaks against their message. Right. But then don't see color, which allows you to connect with the person, see the human being that that person is, and then connect connect both. Mm, Right? Yeah. That was the first time I ever heard that when you had explained that to me before because I never, I didn't really understand what that meant. I only, I only heard the don't see color part of it yeah yeah if you don't see color then that uh, you're actually um avoiding the conversation the real conversation that happens yeah exactly right when i heard somebody say something about filipinas one time that's why i really liked when you when you had mentioned that yeah yeah i learned a lot from that i'll be learning from you too girl yeah well, that's how i learned yeah. a lot of your culture was through you mm. i asked you a lot of the things that i asked you i absolutely had no idea yeah you know and i was so educated by um the black community through you mm-hmm. and it was dumbfounding to say the least it, why is that yeah i learned a lot yeah. I mean, I can't say all of them here because it's a lot to learn yeah, <laughs> that yeah. I've learned. Um, but just the the background and how, uh, why certain 
black people think the way that they do, mm-hmm. why they don't feel accepted mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. And um, I learned a lot from that. And I needed to learn that because you were black and I love you. Mm-hmm. And our our son yeah. is also black. Yes. Half black, half Filipino. Uh, he says, <laughs> I'm African-American and half Filipino. <laughs> so cute. Shout out to our son, Jordan Michael Ward. Yeah, Jordan is, um, he's he's definitely, the, when I talk, when we talk about culture clashing and then growing, mm-hmm. he is the beginning of the new culture that we've set as being married to each other, mm-hmm. going through the conflict that we went through, yeah. and then putting God in the middle of it, Yeah, right, and letting him work. Yeah. So... And that's very important to learn in a relationship when you guys are in a interracial couple, learning about each other's culture, mm-hmm. because there may be things that you are ignorant about in in um, their culture, and that you never thought of or even knew. And it's always nice since you have that vulnerability with your partner that you talk to them about it. For sure. Yeah. And I knew I had that with you and that you wouldn't judge me if I asked you questions. <laughs> Never. Never. You know, the questions that I've asked you that if I would to ever ask somebody else, they may get offended. You know? Yeah. I mean, and there's sometimes I got I got shocked by those questions because, again, I'm thinking. I, I thought like you I should already know. No, but yeah, but you're right. There are just certain things if you don't have exposure to certain groups of people, you're not going to know those things, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I genuinely wanted to know, not from any type of, uh, how do I say this, um, prejudice mindset or anything yeah. like that. I just definitely wanted to know because I was ignorant yeah. in, in that perspective or in that route. I didn't know anything about, because I'm not black. Yeah. You know, I only know my culture. Yeah. For sure. And that's already a lot in and of itself. <laughs> right? Now you got to learn about somebody else's yeah. culture. I believe that is why it was so special for when we got married. It was these two different cultures coming together underneath one roof. And then it was like, are you going to hold your same prejudices that you have from either from both sides? Or are you going to see the love that has developed between two people who truly care about each other? Mm-hmm. Are you going to allow it to bloom? Are you going to support them? Right. Or are you going to try to divide them? Yeah. So... Breakthrough tips here. Here here would be some of the tips that I would give. And I know you probably have some to, to, to give to the people as well. Uh, make it be intentional about the person you're dating and their culture. Mm-hmm. The more intentional you become, the more you'll want to know more about mm-hmm. them. The more you want to meet the people that they care about. And when you meet the people that they care about, you actually learn a lot more about the person you're dating. You're only going to learn but so much from just talking to that person. You actually learn a lot more when you talk to the family and friends that love them dearly because they're always going to give you the real. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always going to give you, this is, how, this is how she was or this is how he was. But then you can say, well, maybe that person is not seeing you the way that they should see you now because you've grown from there. Mm-hmm. You've seen a different side. So that would be one of my biggest steps. Be, be, biggest steps. Be intentional with getting to know that person by not just speaking to them but the people that care about them the most and getting to build a relationship with those people as well. Mm-hmm. That would be one of my first step tips. Yeah. What about you? What would you say is something that is very important for an interracial couple, a tip that they should definitely uh, 
a practical step that they should take to make sure that they have a strong relationship with the person they they're getting into. Well, for me, it was yeah. to have a line of communication with them about their culture. Mm. That, that that's my thing is yeah. that because of the fact that you have that um, relationship with them, who else better to ask? Yeah. but them for sure. You know. Yeah. That that would be. Um, that's how I learned your culture was yeah. through asking you and I was blessed enough that you were, that you were, uh, educated enough in your history yeah. and you were giving with that information. Yeah. You know, you, you were generous with that information and you didn't not once judge me about asking. So, you know, that for me, that's, that was, uh, that's the big step for me. So that's huge. So the first one is be intentional in building relationships not only with not only the person you're dating, but the people that care about them. Number two is communicating with each other about each other's culture so that you can understand some of the maybe some of the places you may be ignorant in. Because mm-hmm. I know I was ignorant in some places and I asked you about, hey, wh- why do Filipinos do this? Yeah. Or why do people say this about Filipinas or Filipinos? Mm-hmm. And then you, you enlightened me. And I was like, oh, dang, I never knew that. Like, I, I thought. It was this way. We've enlightened each other, I believe. For sure. That's why. That's the only way to stay woke. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't stay woke by not educating yourself. Um, and believe me, there were other questions that you asked me about my culture yeah. that I'm like, oh, I got to look that up. I don't even know. Or yeah. I had to ask my parents. <laughs> right. Because I didn't even know. That's huge. Right. To ask why. I mean, if you don't know the answer, mm-hmm. you, go, you, go, you go figure it out. That's investing in your, in your, in your that's depositing yeah. into your relationship which is the third tip i would give if you want to break through relationship and you're in an interracial relationship and this works for this works for uh same same race relationship as well um but we come from an interracial perspective investing your education and investing your time into your relationship is like depositing these huge checks they're going they're going that you're going to benefit from years later mm-hmm us doing what we did gave us a stronger, not just foundation, gave us a stronger toolbox to use when we started to expand into the world because we started to get challenged, right? I remember there was an experience, I think you told me about, um, you were, used to work at this place and this woman was talking about black people in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And she was in your chair. And Who I think- I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, want to tell the experience? And, and, and Hold on, let me try to remember it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So it was when um, she found out where we lived, uh-huh. and um, she asked if there were if there were a lot of black people in our neighborhood, and I was like, "It's a good, diverse community." For sure. Uh, I want to say there were a lot of any specific kind, but it's diverse. I was like, okay, but you know, cause I was like, but why do you ask? And she's like, cause you know how some black people are, they're very rowdy and very just, um, I don't even know the other word that she used, but it was pretty much in that realm that she was trying to say that they're, they're just bad, you know? And so when there's a lot of black people in that community it's not good it's yeah. not a good community and um and i had i was shocked yeah. <laughs> that she would say something like that and i didn't even know 
how to move forward. Mind you, I was doing her makeup. Yeah. And I was doing her hair. And I was heated at this point because this woman did not know that my my husband is black. Yeah. And so I was either going to go the other route and be like, all right, nobody, I'm not doing your makeup no more. It'll turn up real quick. Yeah. Or educate her mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, telling her that, um, you know, that doesn't mean that at all. Yeah. You know, but where, where, why would you think that? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, what have you experienced in your life that, that you felt that way? For sure. You know, so crazy. it's just crazy how some people do think that way. Yeah. I mean, that that part right there, there's been so many times where, you know, you just got to check someone like, listen, that's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. Like if that was if that was true, what she said, if that was true, then I don't think Atlanta, Georgia would be thriving right now since it's majority black. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of these places where it's majority black will be thriving right now. Well, it's they, a lot because of, you know, how the media fed us for mm-hmm. so long. For sure. Yeah. And it's. <laughs> It's crazy because for a long time, actually, Asians were viewed as corny and a joke in movies or in shows and stuff like that. So that's how American people viewed Asians or no, 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 not even Asians, Asian men. Yeah, because they viewed women as exotic and sexy, you know, all that. And it's crazy how that is. But it was through media. Yeah. And, you know, when your family sees that, um, let's say your, uh, your boyfriend or your girlfriend coming in and they're a specific race, it's however the media has already portrayed them. Um, and that part is the, is the ignorance. For sure. You know, and, but it's, media is definitely has a lot to do with it. Which I think would be another tip for any couple trying to break through into their relationship is what do you put what are you watching what are you seeing mm-hmm. you know, what are you hearing exactly what are you listening to are you are you developing your mind not just from one point of view of this type of culture are you listening outside of the normal are you diversifying what your educate your education mm-hmm. diversifying your education allows you to be a better husband allows you to be a better wife allows you to be a better boyfriend girlfriend it allows you to Come, just have a resourcefulness that helps you build and deposit into the relationship mm-hmm. because eventually you're going to have to withdraw. And if right. you don't have it, it's not going to work. It's not going to, you're not going to have any tools to work with. Yeah. And when that happens, you know, there are going to always be people who will challenge your relationship. There's always going to be people challenging your relationship. And so having enough in the bank to deposit, to, to withdraw when the time is right, I think is, is, is critical. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's amazing that seven, you know, 10 years later, we're celebrating, we went through all this craziness, but we're celebrating our seven year, seven years of marriage, feeling good. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Was this wine? I don't even know how to pronounce it. We'll call it rosé. Rosé. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, it's good. It looks like it. Yeah, it's, it's good. good enough. <laughs> it's good. And you know, we're helping the people out there. And, and listen, we know that this is just part of the conversation when it comes to relationships there's a lot more to talk about mm-hmm. and uh we want to help as many so much more so much more but we wanted to start off with you know where we've been and celebrate and celebrate with you guys our anniversary mm-hmm. super excited about that 
but you thriving know seven years later. Thriving girl, what? Thriving. Damn. Hey, yo, round of applause for us, yo. Yeah, we out yeah, here. Seven years. Oh, we representing. Almost eleven years togetherness. Uh, <laughs> but your, your parents have been together for how long? Uh, I want to say forty. Yeah, yeah, we know. A long time. It's yeah, up there. It's yeah, up there. I don't, yeah, they started at like thirteen. I'm <laughs> for real, we got married. My parents got married when they were sixteen. Had all six of us before they were thirty. Yeah, shout out to them. <laughs> shout out to them. All their kids are doing something special, whether they're, you know, entrepreneurs. They graduated with their masters, teachers. You know, you you name it. Uh, fitness pros they all do do something special so shout out to them um yeah boo i think before we go i think one of the things that you know what let's take a break real quick and we'll, we'll, let's we'll do it. yeah let's take a break real quick hey i was just like you i was feeling stuck in my relationships feeling stuck in my career but most importantly feeling stuck in my mindset and I needed breakthrough into my life of inspiration, intrinsic motivation, and most importantly, fulfillment. If that resonates with you and you're feeling stuck in those er very areas as well, I want to be able to help you. So here's what you do. You reach out to me through Instagram or Twitter at Chris Ward Jr. And you can apply to work with me. And what that means is we're helping you get a, a breakthrough into your life, a breakthrough in a season of inspiration and motivation. And all you need to do is, as you're listening to this podcast right now, is to reach out, reach out to me through social media on Instagram and Twitter just by saying, I want my breakthrough. And that will help you uh, get started. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to working with you. I'm looking forward to seeing if we would be a good fit. But most importantly, I'm looking forward to seeing you be, seeing your inspiration and your motivation lead into a, a life fulfilled with joy, laughter, and most importantly, love. All right, we're back. We're back. A round of applause for our anniversary, girl. Yes. Seven years. Seven years. So it wouldn't be an anniversary without talking about you know what. What? Let's talk about it. Let's give it to them. Let's talk about it. No, I ain't giving it to them. I'm giving it to girl. I'm giving it to you. What are you talking about? It's all about sex. Why you get so quiet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't get quiet. You got to see her right now. I'm she's blushing. So, she's so, yeah, she read over here. Like, <laughs> nah, sex and marriage. That's, that's. The uh, big old S-E-X. You know what I mean? Let's talk about sex. Baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that. Okay, okay. All right. We're going to stop it right yeah, there. Yeah, no, no, give her a pause. I hear you, girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're sounding good over there. No, but honestly, um, uh, sex and marriage. I got a lot of friends who are single mm. and, they, and they hint to saying, hey, I don't know if I can do that married thing. I mean, sex out here is good. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't gonna tell you. I ain't gonna tell you who those people are because they think about peoples out there. But a lot of have a lot of people have this misconception that sex and marriage will. It, it, it's you don't have as much of it, or it's not as exciting. Yeah. Um, to have it, and we want to give you guys some 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 breakthrough into that. So if you're married, Let's do it. And you and you feel that way, I want you to reach out to us again on Instagram or face uh, Facebook. Uh, or, or Twitter, um, Chris Ward Jr. and at Beauty by Mary G. Beauty by Mary G. And you can hit us up on there as well as uh, you can follow the podcast, the Breakthrough Mentor Podcast on Facebook as well. So sex and marriage. So one of the things that questions I always get is, you know, like, 
how do you find the time to like to have sex yeah so how do we ha- how do we find the time babe you will have the time huh you will make time you make time right you make time so and how intentional do you have to be when it comes to making time to have sex like, 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 it's not like a, a conference call. <laughs> it's not like a meeting, like a meetup. Like, all right, boo, um, I'm going to put yeah, this on the calendar. Yeah, that definitely loses the, the, what, the, what do you even call that? <laughs> the vibe. <laughs> the vibe for yeah. me. It's like when it's scheduled, woo, uh, yeah, no. It's like, um. I'm not I, showing up. <laughs> it's like, I got to go. Um, Brain I, check on that one. I have a 3 p.m. <laughs> with my husband. <laughs> But there is a there is a meth there is a method that when you are intentional when you are intentional when it comes to having sex with your partner, I think creativity is one of the biggest parts of if you want to see your sex life go up in your marriage, it has to it has you have to be creative. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? All right, so I'm not talking about where like you ain't out here. Uh, singing Old Town Road with like cowboy ch- <laughs> chaps on it. Can you imagine? <laughs> you know how they're doing that. Ain't that- if I ever saw you <laughs> singing on a freaking horse, I'd be like, "Boy, get down from there!" Yeah, you, you girl, that, you may like that though. I'd be on a, on a horse. I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. You have to do it. A, ho- a, a, a horse with a cowboy hat talking about you. Are, are you ready? You're gonna have to do it for me to see. Yeah. I got the horses. Okay. <laughs> um, horses in the bag. <laughs> so creativity. What creativity means to me is what are ways that you can build up your foreplay throughout the entire day? Right? So what are things that I'm leaving you, saying to you? What what pictures and what imagery am I giving you before we even get to the point of making it to the bed? You know, what are the things that I'm saying to you? You know, how am I taking care of myself? Am I dressing up to, to to look my best every time I go out? You know, because right. we we see each other every day. So part of that creativity is taking these little small steps to do something different, and it's not just getting flowers. It no. may be it may be before before I you know I go to that work. That could be that could be one of them, but it's not really it's not. Uh. It should be your go to though. Nah. The flowers. Especially thing? if you do it like seven days a week. Yeah, that's that's I'd be like, all right. That's played out, man. Like there's not is there's If you not, gave me flowers seven days a week and I already know what's gonna come after, I'm like, oh no, I'm not in the mood. Let's, be, <laughs> let's just be honest. That's corny as hell. It, it loses its romance. <laughs> it's super corny, right? But if it's done right, it's if not it's corny. done right, like if I go like because you know you own the salon, I got the keys to the salon. If no, I go you to don't. the I used to, but uh, <laughs> I, I would um, like I did on that that day where I got you the big card with the Valentine's yeah. heart and you didn't know I was doing that. I made it seem mm-hmm. like I, I didn't even care about Valentine's Day that day, but I had already did it a day or two prior. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was already setting you up for that, you know, so it's the creativity. I think for me, knowing the person's love language. Yeah. Because that speaks to them. For sure. And that's how they can interpret love, you know. So it's like when you are breaking it down for them and you are giving them, you're speaking their language. For sure. It's, um, it's a big turn on. First in, in the mind, mm-hmm. you know, for women especially. Because we have to be turned on first in, in the mind. Yeah. You know, uh, mentally. And then later on, 
we get turned on physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and but if you really want to be turned, uh, if you really want to turn on a woman first and you know have her go crazy over you, it's it's always in the mind, and how love language plays a big role in that. For sure, you know, because you're speaking the language. That's true. I do know your love language. And, and what are the love languages that are out there? You're going to have to Google that. Yeah, you go Google We ain't going to tell you. You have to Google it. No, and I'm just you, kidding. Give them one. Well, quality time. Quality time. And, and words of affirmation is another one. We'll uh, give you ours. Yeah, that's what it was. Quality time, words of affirmation. Yours is quality time and mine is affirmation. For sure. And it can change too. It does change depending on where you are and what you've done. Yeah. So, you know, got to keep you on your toes. For sure. What's your love language around this time? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? If you know your love language, send that to us on Instagram or Twitter. Let us know what your love language is and how how, um, your partner helps you feel that love Mm -hmm. through that love language. Fills your tank. Yeah, your love tank. You're right, though. And I also think that environment, Mm -hmm. right? Because your environment is important. We just went to um, Times Square for our... uh, for my birthday yeah. and that environment i'll tell you that environment and definitely encouraged yeah. some things to happen girl some things that's the baby making room <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah your environment is important and what i mean by that is not just your physical environment but your mental and your and your spiritual environment mm-hmm. so if you, uh, so here's an example if the house is clean and clear the vacations you go are clean and clear but you are filled with a messy head. That sex drive is not going to be there. That creativity is not going to be there. And you're not going to be able to stimulate each other mentally. And if, like you just said, if women are not stimulated mentally, mm-hmm. how do you get them into the mood to yeah, want to Yeah, that's a good word it, for it. Right? Stimulate Stimulate the them, yeah. So mentally, you have to be clear, clean, and collected, Right. Clear, clean, and collected, meaning that your focus is not on anything else. You're not distracted by the things that bring stress and the things you can't control, that you are investing in your mental health so that it it carries over into the the bedroom, Mm -hmm. right? And you're present. Yeah. And another thing is feeling good about yourself physically. For sure. That's another thing. Yeah. Because when you don't and when you're out of shape and not... When you don't think that you look good, that plays a huge part of your sex life or in your sex life. It plays a huge part. Yeah. So if you're eating trash and you're not working out or you're physically just not where you need to be, you got to do something. It doesn't have to be this big change. It could be something little, just as like walking each day. Yeah, what you put into your body, it, it's it plays a huge role in how you feel outside. For sure. And for my ladies out there, there are supplements or um, what? Uh, there are supplements out there that and certain certain foods that can rise up the libido. Yeah. I think we could talk about that on another podcast, you know, <laughs> episode. They ain't ready for that one. They ain't ready for that one, <laughs> for sure. But no, you're right. Right, There are certain supplements. Message us and let us know if you want to know those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you want to know which some of those supplements are, uh, definitely message us. Um, and it's uh, not just supplements. It's foods, too. Food, Different yeah. kinds of foods. 
Um, so yeah, so physically feeling good. The aphrodisiacs. Ooh, girl, come on now. We on a podcast. You better be careful. <laughs> I think we was, eat, we, was, we was eating some of that before. Uh, I don't know about cheese and grace being an <laughs> aphrodisiac. <laughs> but yeah, more you, like in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, you know, being able to let me ask you this question then. What about spiritually? Mm. How, how do you need to be positioned spiritually to, to, to make sure that the sex is beyond this world? I don't know. You tell me. I asked you the question. Why do you want to do this? Oh, why are you eating cheese right now? You're trying to get your no, it's a, it's a great. <laughs> I'm trying to get it. You know, you never going. You don't know what's going to happen after this podcast. You know, <laughs> but it's our anniversary, girl. Um, you're going to the bathroom. That's where you're going <laughs> after this podcast. No, but spiritually, spiritually, you have to learn to deposit that relationship. For me, I'm I'm only talking personal experience for for us and me. Okay. My relationship with God has to be intact. Because I don't want my pride to get in the way. I don't want my thoughts to get in the way. I want to be clear, clean, and collected, like I said before. And for some reason, for me... Mindfulness and prayer in the morning helps me. Mm-hmm. It helps me because I'm praying for you. I'm praying blessings over my wife, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if I know God's taking care of those things, God's taking care of those blessings on my wife, then, whew, when it's time, <laughs> when it's time, I'm ready because I've been thinking about you, not just physically. I was thinking about you mentally and spiritually. Spiritually. I want to be connected to you in three ways. I don't want to be connected just physically because guess what? If you're only connected to your spouse Mm -hmm. physically, eventually the body ain't going to look the same anymore. The face ain't going to look the same anymore. Mm -hmm. The hair's not going to be the same anymore. Mm -mm. And you're going to start looking elsewhere. Mm. And I told myself, if I'm mentally, spiritually, and physically intact, first with God so that I can be... intact with her in that way then the sex life is going to thrive and i can tell you this there are times where i'm just you know we're out in public and i'm looking at you and i'm like and i know you feel it (laughs) i know you know what's going on i know you know what's going on i don't even have to say anything you just because we're so connected in that way Mm -hmm. right and that brings the creativity up that's why i was talking about creativity when you are in line with communication that goes beyond words Mm -hmm. Uh, it goes into a special place. Yeah. So being married, you don't have to, your sex life doesn't have to go down. It doesn't have to, you know, fade away. You can refocus and you can put it in a place where you're actually having a lot more sex frequently and a lot more fun than those who, who are only thinking of, thinking of it in a physical way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that also deals with, we talked about earlier, having kids. I think a lot of people start to, not invest yeah. in themselves anymore because the kids are there. Yeah. And sex... Libido starts going down. <laughs> hormones. And yeah. For us women, hormones are like a roller coaster. Hit yeah. or miss. Yeah. And... What? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, that's one thing I don't understand, so I'm not going to talk on that. The one thing I just know my part is to give you your space when you're having these changes. And to find different ways to communicate to you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, the supplements. Because the <laughs> supplements have, have really helped me out. And they're, they're healthy supplements. It's not like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's uh, omega-3s. Yeah. 
you know, you could get those with from uh, fish, yeah, spinach, yeah, and strawberry and chocolate for sure. Yeah, your aphrodisiacs. Hey. Yeah, you. So here, here's a couple of tips I would give if you're going through this right What's now. Was the other one clams? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I have no clue. All I know is I, I try to take the uh, omega three myself. Omega three. Yeah, and um, you got to take a good brand though. Uh, but if you want to know what we take, just reach out to us. We'll we'll hook you yeah, up. Yeah, we'll we let take you know the quality ones. Quality ones. Because there's a lot of a lot of the other ones are uh, filled with fillers. Yeah. And we'll talk about that one day on how we transformed our health mm-hmm. um, so that how we're feeling a lot better, which is a huge part of your relationship and sex at the same time. Because right. if you're not physically fit, you can't and you don't got no, you don't got endurance. How are you going to, you know, how are you going to really get into the mood? Right. Right. A big part of my thing is the environment. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, just because for me, being a business owner, having kids you know, I just want to get out of my normal For sure. sometimes and uh, to get that to just give me a boost. You know, it's kind of like just recharging yeah. type of thing. Um, getting out of that usual environment and um, be with you, spend quality time with you, you know. So that's a big part for me. Yeah. Wow. Well, this, babe. This was a lot of fun. I can't even front. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's a good time. Definitely a good time. And it's amazing. And it's it's a blessing to be able to do it on our anniversary. Yeah. And we want all of you to, you know what? This can't be, we're not the only ones that's celebrating an uh, anniversary on today. So if you're celebrating your anniversary today, mm-hmm. I want you to reach out to us on Instagram, Chris Ward Jr., or at Beauty by Mary G. Yeah, we'd love to hear your story. Love to hear your story about your anniversary. Um, or you can hit us up on Twitter as well. And you know what? What we'll do is we'll pick a story that we really, really, really like and vibe. And we'll send them something special. I don't know we'll, what it is. We'll, but we'll share it too. Yeah, we'll share it. We'll send something special. Yeah. And we'll celebrate you as well. But we're about to get up on out of here. And again, I hope you guys found that fun. Yeah, I hope it was fun because we had fun, right? Yeah, informative. Yeah, yeah, breakthrough. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope some of these tips and things that you heard from us will f- help you find breakthrough in your relationships that you have, whether you're married or you're single, uh, whatever it may be. Do not be ashamed of where you are in life and how old you are when you're doing it, because there is an opportunity for you to find not only the one that you're supposed to be with, but to have a thriving relationship an amazing relationship is there anything else you want to say to the people boo um happy anniversary (laughs) (laughs) happy anniversary you know uh we just want to congratulate you if you are celebrating your anniversary we just want to congratulate you on sticking together and you know sticking it out together for sure for sure because i'm sure you have a great story too Definitely, definitely. And thank you for letting us share our story with you that you would be able to get some type of breakthrough for your relationship. Uh, We're praying for you. Uh, Be blessed. And uh, before I go, I want to thank everyone who was a Ward on the Go listener and that is now rocking with us here on Breakthrough 
Mentor Podcast. Um, I'm very thankful for all of our global audience. I know th- those who are listening into the Philippine, in the Philippines right now, uh, appreciate you so much. The Netherlands, appreciate you so much. France, appreciate you so much. Uh, I'm super excited. Australia. That Australia, yes. Shout out to Australia um, and, and, and all the surrounding uh, places over there. Super excited that you reached out to me and said that you love the podcast and that it's very helpful. So I want to continue to give you more practical tips. Uh, and I hope hopefully you have an amazing week, an amazing time. And if there's anything that we can questions we can answer, just send it in, you know, send it in because we want to be able to help you out and know uh, how we're helping you uh, find your breakthrough. Again, peace and love from, from Grace and myself. One love. Breakthrough. Cheers.